parte Florenzi, eccolo il cross tagliato di testa che da Entertainment capital of the world. What a strike! What a goal! What a comeback! What a game! There are no words to describe it! It's the TC Martin Show. Les géants jeu, mais cette fois-ci, il n'y en a pas pour Marco Reus. Très fort devant le but! Prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Largo pifio. Messi la tiene. Messi, Messi, Messi. Ahí está Iniesta. Gol! 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 Cerebro! Cerebro! Cerebro Iniesta! The doctor is now in. Appreciate Tracy Murray joining us. Talk a little NBA playoffs. Check that art, uh, that article. Check out that interview up on the website. It'll be up there, of course. You're going to write the story and tell it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got articles. We got blogs. We got you get interviews. get Carpal Tunnel if you type out that whole segment. I know. I know. Jeez. <laughs> got Carpal Tunnel for typing out the article last night for staying up and watching that game last night. The OT thriller where the Golden Knights lost to only the Only one Colorado OT, though. I mean, only one. Maybe like they should just call that the OT center. Two minutes and seven seconds last night. That's all that was. It was pretty quick. It was. It was. All right. Tomorrow. Quicker than speed dial three. Game number three tomorrow. <laughs> game number three tomorrow at T-Mobile <laughs> Arena. It will be full capacity. And how crazy is that going to be? And just the atmosphere alone for the first time. And I understand it's kind of been a slowly, but you know, surely you've had the process of you had 2,000 fans, you had 4,500 fans, you had eight, 9,000 fans, then we went up to 12,000, but now there will not be an empty seat in the building tomorrow for a playoff game that definitely is deemed must win, and you're down two games to none. That's going to be something. And appropriately enough, kind of like you built it up there, it's been that slow, gradual yeah. grow, and now it's going to be at capacity in what is without a doubt the most important game of the season for the Vegas Golden Knights up to this point. Yeah. So tomorrow. Because if they lose, can a team come back from 3-0? Well, that's Pete DeBoer. He was there when the Kings did it to yeah. his San yeah. Jose Sharks team. However, it's highly unlikely – you can't say must win because it's not an elimination game, but it's as close to a must win as you can get without it being an elimination no, no, game. It, listen, it's a must win, okay? It's a you and, and, pretty he, damn well better win. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, okay? People say, well, you know, the, the series really doesn't start until the visiting team wins, okay? Well, there, there's one flaw with that theory. After seven games, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're already down 2 nothing. You need four to win. So if you lose tomorrow... Okay, you're down 3 nothing. No, you have to win. It's a must win. And really, last night's game was a must win. And any time you get into a playoff series, every game is a must win. You need to win four of them. So you need to try to win 
every game well, yes, at it, all it, times. It's much more comfortable when you go baseball. from winning four out of seven yeah. to now four out of five. Right. Exactly. And if you lose tomorrow, then it's four out of four. Yeah. That's really difficult. It happens, yeah. but it's rare. And you're not going to win just because you're on home ice, and a lot of people no. think that. Because, well, Colorado won there, too. All we got to do is win our two. Well, think about this for a second. So the Golden Knights win tomorrow, and now it's 2-1. Okay, if Colorado comes and gets that split, still big-time advantage Colorado. Absolutely. Then they did 3-1. W- they, they need one more to win. Yeah, you still then they three. did what Vegas was trying to do last night. Yeah. And by the way, for anybody who thinks that if you have home ice, you're going to win, did you watch the Minnesota series? Yes. Yes, they did get the Game 7 win on home ice. But they also lost games at home. The home team was 3-4 and four in that series. Correct. Correct. Doesn't necessarily matter. Mm-mm. Tampa Bay has won both games in Carolina. Now they go home. The Hurricanes, they're in a must win yeah. <laughs> because they lost two at home. At least Vegas lost two on the road. If you're going to lose two, it's probably better to lose the road ones yeah. and have it coming home instead of the other way around. Yeah. And it's not like you had great attendance there in Carolina for those games as well, too. So it's not like you're, you, you had 17,000, 18,000 in that yeah. building. Yeah, it wasn't the rabid fans and you're no. doing the surge and everybody's going absolutely crazy. You know who's probably laughing right now is Nashville Predator fans. After all the shade that Carolina's Twitter and everything else threw out where they literally got blocked, the Preds are probably, they're probably the biggest Tampa Bay fans outside of T.J. Reeves and the people in Tampa. All right. <laughs> so game number uh, three tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. Remember, it is a 7 o'clock start as well. If you're going to the game, hey, be, be, be ready. And uh, if you can't, then uh, watch it on uh, NBC. Uh, SN as well. All right. And I know the NBC obviously has the game on Sunday as well, too. That'll be game number four. All right. Uh, we got breaking news. And this is not a police chase in McKinney, Texas, which uh, ended peacefully after a cowboy. Peacefully cow- after a guy got tackled to the ground. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, that is not what this story is about. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you're going to be very excited about this, Frank. The USFL is back. That's right. I know that. You remember the USFL? Yeah. The United States Football League is yes. back. After a 37-year hiatus, it's back. Now, technically, it's only 36 years, but I use 37 because they will start play next year in 2022. And they released a, a statement today that says the USFL is back. Our aim is to deliver high-quality, innovative football to fans. We've heard this before, haven't we? Yes, just like uh, back in the day, 1983 to 85, three seasons where the USFL uh, kind of made a name for themselves until they ran out of money. And then Donald Trump, who actually owned the, the, New, Generals, right? the, the New Jersey Generals, decided to say, hey, we could take on the NFL. Let's move to fall. And that's where the downfall started. But if you remember back in those yeah, days. Yeah, he pretty much sabotaged that league. He did. I mean, he, he completely. Did. I think Chicago's team was the fire. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get into that here in a minute. Okay. I'm going to get into that. Very, I, Sorry, I, jumping I, ahead, though. No, that's quite, that's I good. used to enjoy those games. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> we're going to talk about that. We're going to test some knowledge here. So the 1983, 84, 85, three seasons that they had there. And they went bankrupt because they just recklessly spent all kinds of money. You got to remember they had ABC, you know, and uh, ESPN as their television partners as well too. 
and they played in the NFL stadiums. I remember the first game was at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum, and they, I think they had like you know, 35 or 40,000. Uh, you had great players like Steve Young for, the, uh, you know, for L.A. Then you had uh, Herschel Walker, Walker, Jim Kelly, uh, just to name a few, and, there, and there's probably more uh, there as well too. But, uh, yeah, the USFL, they're going to make a comeback. They're going to play in the spring, and they're going to compete with the XFL because, remember, the XFL is back. Remember, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is part of the group that, that bought them, and they were going to play this spring when they said, well, we need some more time. So now the, the USFL is going to go head-to-head with the XFL. It's spring football. I've been sick of spring football for a long time. Like, here we go again. Uh, is this going to fly? Is I mean, it going to fly? There's a football league going on right now that's playing. I mean, the how spring, often do people yeah, watch it? The spring league, league or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Given a choice, Jeez. I'll continue to when I can't sleep at night and watch Australian rules football. Right. I don't know those players, but at least it's fun and entertaining. Mm. I don't want to watch, you know, here's the league of guys that couldn't make it in the league. Right. That's- and, and that's not to minimize what they're doing, but, you know... I like going out to Las Vegas Ballpark to see the Aviators, knowing that it's AAA baseball. I'm not turning on my TV to watch AAA football. I agree. And that was you know, the thing about the USFL is they, they actually had star power. They threw out oh, no, a they, lot they, of money. They spent, it, it, yeah. to, to use an analogy, it's kind of like when WCW Nitro was throwing around money to everybody thinking that they would eventually – take over and put Vince McMahon out of business. Right. They made an effort, and they had a lot of money behind it, but eventually it finally crashed. So the USFL, if you remember, they're going to come back. They're going to go old school. going to come back with the same logo. Remember the red, white, and blue logo uh-huh. with the stars? They're going to come back with that. And they do have a television partner that's invested in the league, uh, and it is Fox Sports. So they will give it. A, uh, they'll have plenty of exposures. Fox Sports CEO and executive producer uh, Eric Shanks he had this quote. He said, uh, "Called the USFL's relaunch a landmark day for football fans and Fox Sports." Nah, I think it's a little bit, you know, strong. But uh, it's also interesting to me, or well, actually, strange to me that. Them and the XFL would both start up at the same time competing against each other and then saying that they're both kind of, well, I know they're going to say they're not competing with the NFL, but that is kind of what they're doing. Right. Why wouldn't you get together if you have all these investors and try to make one at least quality league? Because it, we went through this before. You know, remember when Vince McMahon you know, did the XFL and then, you know, and then the other leagues? There were like three spring leagues talked about before the pandemic. And our good friend Jim Fossil was. Well, remember when the was CFL was extended all the way down? There was the team in Vegas. There right. was teams. Right. There was a team Team in Louisiana in the Canadian Football well, League. Speaking of which, <laughs> that's why the XFL did not play this spring because they're working a deal with the CFL right now. So they're trying to incorporate, they're trying to combine and have the CFL play here in the spring because we know the CFL goes early. They, they start like in June, you know, July, and then, and then boom, they're, they, they end Because early. that's exactly when you want football in oh, Las Vegas yeah. in an outdoor stadium. Yeah. June and July, August, yeah. oh, primo times. But, you know, going back to those days, the USL, USFL was launched originally to serve as a complement to the NFL right. and not a, a direct competitor. The USFL actually helped change professional football in that short-term span for those three years. 
They featured rules innovations. They helped usher in underclassmen who were being drafted by the NFL, and they pushed the NFL to to bigger salaries and actually created like the quote unquote real free agency. USFL. They started all that because they remember Steve Young was still cashing his checks like as of a year or two ago that the LA Express gave him. Well, yeah, because they got you know? like, like a twenty-five year, thirty-year yeah, contract right. or something like that. Just yeah. spread a, yes. because they it wasn't all up front, but yeah, kind of like right. the the baseball player that's still getting checks from the team that hasn't played Bobby for Bobby Bonilla. Years, Bobby yeah. Bonilla. That'll be coming up on July fourth, by yeah. the way. Bobby Bonilla go. Day. Yeah, there it is. July first. July first. Or, or yeah. as Bobby Bonilla calls it, payday. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and here's what a lot of people probably don't remember. The big thing with the USFL, even though they went down in their glory and they lost all kinds of money, they did sue the NFL in an antitrust lawsuit, and they won. Do you know what they won in that antitrust lawsuit? Oh, kind of like trading places. One dollar. That's it, Mortimer. All right, Mortimer. One dollar. They got one dollar, but actually they got triple that. They got three dollars because per antitrust rules... That they allowed him to triple it. So, yeah, they, they won $3. And how many teams were in the league again? 18 teams were in the league. So each of them get like 30 cents? Yeah, do the math. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we talked about Herschel Walker, Steve Young, Reggie White played, uh, Jim Kelly. They're there. So let's, let's play a little game here. How many teams can you name from the USFL? Oh, I, don't I don't know. How many can you name? I, I mean... I know there was a Chicago Fire team. There was also a Chicago Blitz because they had different, you the know, Chicago so, Blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fire you know, these have, these yeah, are the, the original names. Yeah, the Fire might have even that might have been the World Football League or something. That might have been even yeah, before the USFL. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago Blitz was the original name. Yeah, come on. I, I I think you got you got like four or five in you. Well, there was what there was. Uh, was it the LA Express? Yeah, got to get. All right. Uh, well, the New York Generals. We already said that. That's right. The, uh, the Buffalo had a team, right? No, no. Not, oh, wait, the, the the Houston was it the Gamblers or the Colt Forty Fives? <laughs> it would be the Gamblers, Houston Gamblers. Right. Very nice. But was there also a Colt Forty Five, or is that a different uh, league? No, too? no, that was that was the old Houston Astros. Oh, you know, I think that was also like the six foot and under basketball yeah. league years ago <laughs> down there. Uh, uh, so. Right, 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 right. Chicago Blitz, you got those. Okay, a- anything else? I I I'm, I know there was a Florida team, but I, there was a Florida team. Think I, of TJ Reeves. Yeah, the, the Tampa, but I don't remember. They what were they, good too. Yeah, and they were they even I think they had well almost the same name as uh, when they did the reboot. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Bandits. Yeah, Tampa Bay yeah, Bandits. I, yeah, I kind of yeah. remember their logo in that now too. Right. So right. Yeah. And, uh, was was it a San Fran team? But I don't... they had one in Oakland, and okay. we used to go watch them. Yeah, the Oakland Invaders. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's God, there's so many different leagues that go through yeah. my head and that kind yeah. of stuff right now. So, Where's our man C. Wynn? Chris Wynn, where are you at? Because he's got to know. There was a team there in the Detroit, Detroit. like the Except they weren't called Detroit. Where you at, C. Wynn? They weren't called Detroit? No, they were not called Detroit. Bobby Bear started there. Remember Bobby Bear? I remember Bobby Bear. Yeah, the Michigan Panthers. Because Panthers are so indigenous to Michigan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
What that, was the team that Steve Young played for? Was that LA the Express? Express? That was the Express. LA yeah. Express, yeah. That's what I thought. So the ones that, that I remember off the top of my head were the LA Express, the Memphis Showboats. Okay. The Birmingham Stallions. Oh, I do kind of remember that. I them. always yeah. remember that, you know, cuz they played in the old, you know, in Birmingham there. Yeah. And and, and it's so and, and cuz that rock hard part of the country. country. I mean, yeah. football's big down there with college, so they right. tried a pro team so down there. So that's what always which stuck made out sense. Yeah, yeah. And then Memphis, you know, not far from there, the Memphis Showboats. Um, other ones that stuck out to me, I uh, remember the Oakland Invaders, Arizona Wranglers, which later turned out to be you know uh, an arena football league team, and some of the oh, they were very good. Uh, yeah. Hunky Cooper from UNLV oh, played time. there forever. Well, Danny White, yeah. you know, you know before that. Um, then there were there were several of these teams that had multiple cities, like uh, the Boston Breakers. Remember the Boston Breakers, but then they relocated like to Portland. And I think somewhere in between as well, too. You had the, I think, San Antonio Gunslingers. Is that right? I think, yeah, the Gunslingers, it San sounds Antonio. Right. Sounds right. Um, the Washington Federals. Okay. They had them because they played at RFK Stadium. And um, now, now they just have the Washington football team. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And why didn't we? No one mentioned the Federals. Remember, we were going on with all these names. We talked to Charles Mann and Trevor Maddich and all that stuff. No, how come no one came up with the Federals? They, do they still own that name? I don't know, but they, they probably would say, like, yeah, we're not going to go to the the league that we put out of business years ago that tried to come back or something. Is, now, now, what are the teams that are going to be in the new league? So I'm glad you asked. So there are there are going to be eight teams to start with, right? Okay, right. And they said— Because they can expand, but they want right. eight solid so they don't overexpose Correct. it. But what they're going to do is it sounds like they're going to keep the old-school names of these teams. Okay. So if, if they have them in their cities, then they go, uh, the Jacksonville Bulls. I remember them. They, they, they had a team. I don't know how long they were around. Sounds uh, more like a team, the name yeah. of a minor league baseball uh, team than a football Orlando team. Orlando yeah. Renegades. The Pittsburgh Maulers. I, I kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I see, I think, I think I've named almost all of them. I think those are the, um, there was one in Denver. The Denver Gold. I remember that. The Denver Gold. I remember seeing them play. Yeah, the New Jersey Generals. Yeah, we yeah that was we talked about that, that was Donald Trump's team. Yep, the, the, the guy with Herschel Walker. And yeah. yeah, so yeah, eighteen teams. So they're gonna have eight teams this time around, and they're going to keep the logo. They're gonna keep some of the old school names as well too. So, am I excited about it? No, not really. But people in Vegas, you know what that means? They get to bet on it. Another avenue to bet. Memphis Showboats. Yeah. Them trucks looking at me like, yeah, I remember the show, but I remember them because I always liked that name. I thought that was a pretty cool name, and there's some cool uniforms as well. Did you like the old Showboat Casino here in Vegas? I did like the show. They had a gigantic bowling alley. I used to do my show from the old uh, Showboat. Did you ever do yes. any wrestling matches from there? I didn't because we already had our <laughs> venue. But believe me, I I had some conversations with the Showboat about bringing it back from the fabulous but, Showboat Casino yeah. in Las Vegas. Yes. Here we, yeah, yeah. I used to spend a lot of time at the Showboat, believe it or not, because I didn't live too far from there back way back in the day when I first moved here. And uh, and again, for people food, that are new to Vegas food. that don't know, the Showboat's an old casino. It's in a kind of seedy part of town yeah. now and that, but yeah, it was now, kind of a yeah. happening place back then. And yeah. they had wrestling. They had like a hundred and twenty bowling lanes or something. It was yes. they actually had two different levels of the bowling yes. lane. There was two different entrances in that. They sort. were probably more famous for their bowling and their uh their wrestling, you know, back in the day. Yeah. And uh and they believe it or not, the showboat had some really good food. My guy Scott Spritzer, he can attest to this. Yeah. yeah. We just we just go out to the showboat back in the day. Yeah. Right there, Boulder Highway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good, good stuff there. 
All right. So I'm impressed, Frank, that uh, you remembered about the, the lawsuit and you knew the exact. Uh, yeah. No, I, I saw I, I think I saw one of those. Was it an E60 or 30 for 30 on that and that? Because because, yeah, a lot of people from that league absolutely despise Donald Trump because of what he did there. Mm. By the way, the more my memory was going way back even before because I'm old. And yeah, that's just the way it is. The World Football League, that was way back in like 74, 75 in that one. I was still remember some of those. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Was that before. was the old Chicago Fire. Correct. Because cause I remember one of the things from their league, and obviously long before the USFL, they had all these bright neon jerseys and stuff like that. And they used to sell them to the local stores in the Woodfield Mall and that kind of stuff. They were so bright. They should actually probably bring them back for like construction crews working night shifts <laughs> and that now because they would light up a room. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember, then there was the World League of American Football. Remember that? That was many, many years later where they play in London and Barcelona. And that's really kind of what brought to the forefront of the NFL doing all these exhibition, well, not exhibition, you know, now regular season games there because the World League of American Football. You had Amsterdam and Germany, Frankfurt, and all that kind of stuff. No, is that where Kurt Warner, along with the Arena Football League, he played over there in Amsterdam because he, he used he to did. talk about he used to, he did. He used to have to, because yeah. he's such a religious guy that he used to have to walk by. The dispensaries and the brothels and everything else yeah. on his way to the stadium, right, right. and he said he'd be looking around there like, "Boy, you know, if, if this was paparazzi, they could in the United States or something like that, I'd be crucified for this." But it's literally where I have to well, go to get to my job. You know, like Vincent Vega said, you know, what they uh, put on French fries, you know, back in Amsterdam, mayonnaise. That's just nasty. Yeah, I know. Awesome. <laughs> What's a quarter pounder with cheese? <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh, what do you call it? Call it, call it quarter pounder with cheese. So is, now is the XFL, are they keeping the old names too? Uh, I don't know. Or the cities or whatever? Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about the XFL, what they're doing there. So, But, yeah, more competition. Here so the go. USFL is more out front about what they're doing in the yes. names and all that kind of yes. stuff. The XFL maybe, because will there be another Outlaws team or something? I mean, with the Raiders already here and everything else going on here, I'm not sure what they would draw or where they would play. I don't see them playing in Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, no. is Sam Boyd still going to be used for something again? Yeah. Because I got to tell you, seeing those games, I was out there some of those games when it was – Hot and nasty in that. Well, it was. I mean, it, it, during the winter months made sense, but June and July outdoor football. No, I know. Not a big well, remember, you know, again, you know, back in the day when you, you brought up the Canadian Football League. Remember the Las Vegas Posse? Yeah, they were in the Absolutely. CFL. Absolutely. And you know, our our our, our good friend uh, um, Jim Fossil. No, not Jim Fossil. Um, Meyer was, was. Oh yeah. Was the head was the head coach? You know, and he actually. Was was a pit boss over at Arizona Charlie's. Yeah, you know the former New England Patriots uh, coach. So yeah, there you go. It, it is funny too, and, and it's funny because I remember that I I liked the XFL because one of the first shows I did was actually that I had on my own was Outlaw Monday where I would have the coaches on and some of the yeah. like I had Rod Smart he hate me on he hate me yeah. a few times in that you know and yeah. he was really making a name for himself and again some of those guys from the XFL did go on to have semi successful yeah. NFL careers and do some other things so you know I actually enjoyed the football I still actually I honestly thought that it would work or that it would have worked if Vince McMahon didn't have to throw his name out there. Right. Because that made it an easy shot for Tony Kornheiser and all the talking but it heads was too all around. gimmicky, though. No, no, it yeah, was too yeah. gimmicky. But again, and, and the other thing was, if they would have just gone with USA Network and stuff like that and not tried to be on NBC, the numbers they got for the cable USA and stuff like that were good. But for NBC, for the network network, 
They were terrible. They they reached out too far in advance right from the start, and they basically committed business suicide. Right. And see, that's what what gets me here is now the XFL is saying with this news today, it's like, well, our season's still kind of in doubt. They're still getting their stuff together. But this has been two years in the planning for them to do a reboot with the XFL. But here, the XFL was always a joke where the USFL, you know, it was more innovative because they had the stars and they would have made it. The USFL, and if you ever saw like the old documentary, I think it was a thirty for thirty, or whatever, about the the USFL. Oh, it was quality football. It, was, it wasn't gimmicky, and they had good players, and, and actually even some, and, even a little bit of depth, even though they competed. Yeah. We talk about the big money; but, they overpaid some of the superstars, but they had yeah. some good role players but there it as was well. Real football oh, in real cities, and they treated it as a joke, and it would have made it. It actually would have made it, and if they, if and seriously, this is true. If Trump didn't. Get involved and really go rogue. And oh he yeah, did. yeah. He completely he undercut it. He, he, under- he destroyed the league he by overambition and his own ego. He did. And if they just would have said, "Okay, we don't need to compete with the NFL. Let's go ahead and be kind of that breeding ground and give people year-round football." Because again, in the '80s, I mean, people were clamoring for that. They loved it. And again, it was legitimate. They would have made it if they didn't spend recklessly. And, and it wasn't for Trump. Seriously, it, they, they would have made it. They could have probably still been going today if they know your role, know your niche, it's the spring, and keep doing what they're doing because people did enjoy that. I mean, 84 was better than 83. 85 was better than 84 and 83. And all of a sudden, well, now we're broke. And, and, and Trump went ballistic, and that's when the NFL said, oh, you want to try to compete with us? You know? I mean, come on. We were trying to be supportive. But yeah, yeah, now we're going to destroy you. And the irony of that whole thing that you just said there was with The Rock and the XFL trying to get in there as well. And why did the USFL fail? Because they didn't know their role and do everything else. There you go. Now we'll, smell, we'll see what The Rock is cooking now because uh, it sounds like it might be a bad recipe. And uh, maybe the XFL still won't be getting off, yeah, the, uh, yeah, just off bad, the burner. Bad investment move there. All right. All right, uh, Super Bowl news. Probably don't have a 2023 calendar in front of you yet, but if you do, you can go ahead and mark this date, okay? You want to do it? February the 12th. That is Super Bowl whatever number that we're on now. I don't know. That'd be LVII. <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, February 12th, 2023. The location of the game will be Arizona. And, uh, yeah, they previously previously announced that back in 2018. However, the date of the game had to be reset after the NFL decided to expand the schedule to 17 games this year. So uh, there you go. That will be the latest Super Bowl ever played. So we've always talked about Valentine's Day. You're two days away, man. February 12th, 2023. It's closer and closer. Yep. So I, I'm waiting for the one that's on Valentine's Day, the one that's on oh. February 14th, because then you're going to have to answer the question, which do you love more, the Super Bowl or your significant other? <laughs> well, come on, it's a parlay, man. You can incorporate both there. There you go. Well, if you're lucky, maybe they also like football, and maybe it's a win-win both ways. Yeah. Or maybe it's a lose-lose. There you go. So I think technically it'll be the second latest game, all right, on the calendar, February the 12th. All right. Yeah. And then it'll lead say- right into maybe the USFL, XFL. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever's there. WNBL, I don't know. what they, Did they still play the the Legends League, which used to be the Lingerie Football League? Did the ladies still play that? I'm Vegas not, uh, used to have a team. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I don't know. 
All right, when we come back, Nick Bogdanovich is going to join us. We'll talk to him about the betting board for tonight's NBA game. Also, look ahead to the Golden Knights and Colorado Avalanche. And, yes, we'll ask him about the fiasco that they're calling Mayweather Paul on Sunday. Now, more of your favorite personal sports physician. This doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring chit-chat. It's the Dr. T.C. Martin. All right, get on over to any of those William Hill sports books and wager on a plethora of stuff. Now is the greatest time, isn't it? You have the NBA playoffs, you've got Major League Baseball, the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and of course, we've got boxing, UFC, everything is happening, and you can still take advantage of the $53 too. Use that promo code TC50 with that. If you open a new account at William Hill, Deposit at least $50 into a new account. They'll match it with an additional $50. All kinds of great bonuses. And the in-game wagering, fantastic as well. At any of the William Hill Sportsbooks, the kiosks all around town. Speaking of which, we visit with our man, Nick Bogdanovich, the director of race and sports with William Hill here in Vegas. What's going on, buddy? What's happening? Everything. Everything's good, just busier than heck. What's going on with you guys? Oh man, you know it. Uh, just just loving this time of year and everything, Nick. So we've let's start with some call, some uh, NBA playoffs tonight. I mean, two really big time games, and uh, the Damian Lillard show, as we saw just two nights ago, where he explodes for fifty five in a losing effort. Uh, I think that game went over the total uh, very, very early. Ended up 287 points in double overtime, 147 to 140. The Nuggets got the best of Portland in that game and a cover. This time we've got Portland at home. They're favored by five. Uh, Talk to me about this game tonight, Nick. Yeah, no, it's going to be hard to uh, repeat that one, that's for sure. That's an all-time classic. Uh, we opened the game four and a half. We're up to five. We opened the total two twenty-seven and a half. We're up to two twenty-eight. So they are betting the favorite and over in a must-win game, but should be a heck of a game. Obviously, the most competitive series of the of the bunch, and you never know when you'll see something special out of Damian Lillard or Jokic. I mean, he's a good candidate for the MVP. So uh, good drama in that series, uh, and uh, been a very good one. You know, it's funny, Nick, that game had uh, Denver favored by two in game five. And then now in, in, in Denver, you know, basically is a higher-seeded team. And now you get to Portland, and the number is, is even higher. It's at five. Uh, is that because people are just buying into it's must-win for Portland, they played so hard, or is it because the Damian Lillard, you know, had 55 in a losing effort and people psychologically are thinking like, hey, you know, you know Portland's going to come out smoking, backs against the wall here. Yeah, it's a must-win thing. It's usually good for half a point or a point. I mean, you get taxed for teams that are halfway decent and they're in a must-win spot. So, yeah, I know definitely getting taxed a little if you're playing Portland tonight. We know that obviously the NBA playoffs are big for the betting house, but is it important to you or does it matter to the book that the Lakers and Clippers might have an early exit in the playoffs, being marquee teams and with the uh, closeness, proximity to L.A. and that sort of stuff? Or because it's the playoffs, does it really not matter? People are still going to bet it regardless. I think they're going to bet it regardless, but it would be nice to have the one of them around. And if we had our choice, it would be the Clippers because just a ton of tickets and money on the Lakers in the future book. We lose pretty good with them. Why on the flip side, we do really good with the Clippers. So I would like to see one of the two hang around, but if – if it doesn't happen, we still got Chris Paul and Luka Doncic and some good stories going forward. So I still think the handle will be okay. All right. So that is the nightcap tonight. The Lakers 
will uh, host the Suns tonight. It's do or die for the Lakers. Who would have thought, huh? First round game. We could be talking about LeBron James' last game of the season here. The Lakers, a two-point favorite. Uh, are you getting any backing with the Lakers, uh, Nick? Or is it just too hard to bet this team, considering what we saw in game five when they got blasted by 30? Yeah, we're dead even to it. So uh, the team that the public was backing blindly has slowed down because of the Anthony Davis injury. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. They're a different team without him. So, yeah, LeBron is 14-0 and in first-round series. That's a pretty impressive uh, streak. That's obviously on the line tonight. So we'll see if he can put them on his back and get this done. Uh, a, bit, a part of me wants to see a Game 7 because the handle would be through the roof. Yeah. And a part of me would love to see Phoenix knock the Lakers out and get rid of all that future liability. Yep, there you go. And we don't have to look at LeBron James complaining anymore. We don't see any more <laughs> flopping. We don't have to see any of that stuff. Arms up in the air. I mean, come on. So, Nick, which game of tonight is seen more handle? The Lakers-Suns game or the Blazers-Nuggets game? You know, right now it's very even. Uh, but when it's all said and done, the other one with the two-and-a-half-hour shelf life and yep. the get-out the get out game of the night or press-up-your-winnings game of the night – yeah, so Phoenix and the Lakers will definitely do more business when it's all said and done. But right now it's pretty even. How does the handle on those games with a public team like the Lakers compare like to, for instance, last night when the Golden Knights were playing their hockey game? Uh, the, well, that was a very, very good uh, hockey game. It, does, it still doesn't uh, compare to the NBA games. The NBA handles have been tremendous, huge, huge ones, just like uh, some NFL decisions in the NBA playoffs. That's how big the NBA playoffs have been. But I got to tell you, the Golden Knight and Avalanche uh, getting drawing well. Very good action. Two point leaders for the year. Two best teams, maybe in hockey, and uh, the betters are treating it like that. All right, we look ahead to game number three tomorrow at T Mobile, Nick. Uh, we anticipate there would be a lot of Golden Knights money. Uh, where are we at with that line right now, and have you already seen some movement? No, nah, it's too early uh, in the in the cycle. Just a little bit of money in the pot right now. We got Colorado a dollar fifteen. I mean, the million dollar question is: uh, Are the Knights demoralized, or are they going to show up and play like they did last night? If they show up and play like they did last night, they should get the win because uh, they did everything but win last night. So, I was very impressed with their performance, and we'll see if they can bring it again uh, uh, Friday at T-Mobile. I hope they can. I'd love to see this game, this series, go seven for many reasons. Oh, sure. Has there been any kind of a change on the series price when you're talking about the series? Because I heard at some places that when Colorado throttled them in the first game, that all of a sudden they became an even bigger favorite, which I didn't totally understand because it's like, was it really that surprising that in the first game after Vegas just played a seven-game series that they might be a little flat in that game? Yeah, we're up to Colorado's minus $7, Golden Knights plus $5 in the series. So do you think Golden Knights have some – fight in them and a chance to win. You can bet 100 to win 500. Go for it. So I think we're the cheapest price in town. Though uh, There's there's higher than $7 out there. I'm, I see 750 and 850 out there. You know, and you look at game number three in the must-win scenario, and like I said, the, the, the puck could have bounced the Golden Knights way last night. They could have got that victory. And you're getting really Golden Knights plus money in game number three. That's got to be pretty inviting. And i got to imagine there are going to be people just – hammering this game, Nick, and, and betting the home team uh, in Game 3 it, it plus money. I a, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to need Colorado pretty big in that game, but it's okay. We, we want Vegas to win and get back into the series. 
And, uh, you know, we got to make it one more run. Uh, you know, Flurry played great last night, uh, clean up a few penalties. Uh, I think we can get it done. Think about this, guys. When was the last time that we've seen the Golden Knights either at a pick'em at home or or, or, or plus money here? I, I, I can't recall it. Yeah, I don't have the stats, but I, I have a feeling they haven't been a dog at home many times whatsoever, if at all this year. Yeah, and they were playing all the, all the garbage of the dogs, you know, all year in the regular season. We saw these, you know, minus two, 220s, 250s. Well, yeah, the bottom half yeah. of this division has yeah. been horrible. Yeah. And, and and even we, the playoffs against Minnesota, we, we saw, you know, you know 165s and 185s, right, Well, Nick? we've also never seen the Golden Knights down 2 nothing in a playoff series. Right, yeah. Yeah, but as they say, it's like, well, Colorado did what they're supposed to do. They just went home. Now well, let's see what the Golden Knights can do. So I, I'm just anticipating that there's going to be – well, people are always betting the Golden Knights anyway, but in this situation it just seems like, yeah, they're, they're going to be coming to the book, Nick. <laughs> they're going to be coming, and I, I agree with you. It, it would be great for this series to, to go seven games. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you listen, we uh, the, the very first year when they were 250-1 to one to win the Stanley Cup, that would have been a beating uh, that we probably didn't want to take, but we're 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 okay now. The future liability is small. The game by game will be small, so we'll gladly host the parade on the strip uh, and lose a few dollars along the way if they can pull it off. All right, Nick Bogdanovich joins us from William Hill. All right, Nick, we have been talking about the Sunday exhibition of Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Logan Paul. And yesterday we were talking about how there are not going to be any judges, and we know it's titled an exhibition, but we know a lot of people that are, are going to this thing in Miami, and they're excited. Showtime is trying to, trying to treat this thing as, as a championship fight, and we realize it's a joke. But from a betting perspective, do you have this thing on the board? We know it's an exhibition, but since they're saying that, you know, hey, there's really not even going to be a winner announced... Can can you have this on the board? Have you thought about it? Yeah, no, we want obviously anything with Floyd uh, Mayweather. We want a book because he's gold in the state of Nevada. I mean, his fights draw a huge, huge handle, and he's won all his fights, and we've needed him in most of his fights. So Floyd's been good to the state, but we can't book it. It's uh, like like you said, there's uh, there's no winner, there's no judges, it's just an exhibition. So none of the, bo- the sanctioning bodies would sanction us. Are allow us to w- to take wagers on it. So yeah, no. In all of our legal jurisdictions, uh, we cannot book it. So was there discussion about this when this fight was announced? Uh, you know, a month and a half or so ago, were you guys thinking of of booking it and even like prepared to to put a line on this? And then just got yeah. you got to like a, yeah. the stoplight or tell us how that went down. Yeah, no, we we were prepared, but like in any anything when it's uh, off. You know, when, when there's when there's some cloud to it, we will always defer to the uh, governing bodies, and they, they said, "Yeah, this is a no-go." So that's fine. We'll just pass and wait for the next one. So you know, like the when 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 his brother fought Ben Astor, and the Georgia State Athletic Commission sanctioned it, so it was all good. We had judges. There was going to be a winner declared at the end, so it was all good. So, but in this case, I don't know why they opted. Uh, for no judges and no decision. I do not know why they did that, but they chose it, and we're stuck with it. 
you obviously can't book the fight because it's not a fight, it's an exhibition. Was there ever any discussion of doing any of the undercard, like the Badu Jack fight or something like that, or with not having the main event, or was it just something that it's like, you're just, like you said, you're just going to pass and you'll go on to the next one when, uh, you know, when people can bet the main event and maybe something else on the card? Yeah, we got, we got a couple of the undercards. Uh, they're, they're okay to go. Uh, Badu Jack, and there's one other one. But, yeah, no, th- those are good to go. All right. All right, Nick, appreciate the time, my man, as always. Uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again probably next week, and uh, we'll keep an eye on the Golden Knights, the NBA. It's just a great time of year right now. Have a good one, guys. There it is, Nick Bogdanovich over at William Hill. And I'm glad that I asked that last question, too, because it, just because you can't bet the Paul Mayweather fight, you can still get action on that card if you so want it from the other fights, like he said. So Yeah. And I don't think that any of the fights are, are going to do much business anyway. Well, no, no exactly. Maybe Bottle Jacks would have done more if he was fighting the Pascal. original guy in exactly. that. Yeah, with Pascal, but, 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 but now yeah. it's kind of like just, again, the whole thing's kind of a, I don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I can't say I'm going out of my way to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand. But it sounds like that you are actually contemplating about actually watching it. Is that the deal? Well, I've been kind of invited to somebody's place to watch it, but I think that person thinks it's on Saturday. And if it's on Sunday, the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be playing a game four on Sunday. It's, it's the same that will time, take too. my preference, yeah, it, it, you know, you know, the, especially if I get credentialed right. in and I'm going to the game. So, yeah. yeah, the undercard starts like at five. So Mayweather probably stepping in the ring, you know, a little bit after seven, seven thirty or something like that. Yeah, but, with the yeah. Golden Knights game at five thirty. Oh, right. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. No, there's no doubt. No hard, doubt. Hard to be two places at the same time. Yeah, so interesting. And I don't stuff. think they're going to have it on at the uh, and the media TVs and that up there. At, not, at the, uh... not at all. And, and I'll stand by what I said yesterday, too. I don't think any sports bar is going to have it. And if they do, I mean, it's going to be minimal because, again, you've got every screen is going to be on Golden Knights Avalanche. You're going to have some Yankees, Red Sox die hard because that's only one of the best rivalries in baseball. So, yeah, I, I just I can't see that making a screen. And, you know, and you're going to have to pay for it. I mean, these bars, you know, it costs them a lot of money to do the pay-per-views. This is a Showtime pay-per-view. And, yeah, just just horrendous. Horrendous marketing there. All right. Denver living pretty large right now because both of their teams not only doing well in this playoff round, but, but both could go on and in, in, in play in championship series. How they, are the Rockies doing? The Rockies doing okay? Not so much. No, not this year. And Money coming in on the Broncos with the new quarterback that they're expecting to get. That th- they're not going to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I, I, I don't think that. I don't think they're getting him in any way, shape, or form. But uh, some people apparently have put money on it just because they actually think they might. So I saw, which drives me. I I don't get. I I wish I had enough money that I could literally just flush it down the toilet. I saw it again yesterday. I couldn't believe. You know, <laughs> coming coming out of the actually, I think it was Tuesday. Coming out of the Memorial Day weekend, and it's like. Here's Aaron Rodgers' latest destinations. Well, wait a minute. Did you just not see the press conference that Brian Gutekunst had, their GM, in Green Bay? And he says, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers. Just said it. And then a national network came out and did it again. They did like this five-minute piece of, and they went to a lot of work with this. Here are the... Eight trading destinations, the spots for Aaron Rodgers, and they took each one and they went to all the trouble breaking it down, breaking and- it down by draft picks and and which players 
that the Packers would package to each one of these teams. And they went like number eight, number seven, number six. I think like Washington was, you know, now here are the real contenders, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's what the Packers would offer the Steelers. You know, this is what the Steelers would give the Packers back in return. And and then it got and the number one destination. Did they do Denver, a drum roll? Didn't do a drum roll, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was all pomp and circumstance. The Denver Broncos. Yes, and they had it. The, the draft picks going the next two or three years, which players would get thrown in the deal. It's like, uh, why? Why? Why are you doing all of this work to, for what? Because to fill programming? You're talking about filling programming? That's what these guys are doing. I mean, and it's not like there's, there's nothing else going on. Oh. You have the Stanley Cup playoffs. You have the NBA playoffs. You have the uh, f- football about to be starting there, other stuff. There's the French Open going on. We have the pre the the, the Belmont the Bel- coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so many things going on right now, and they do this kind of garbage. Let's throw another one in the mix. Did they say that the big splash in the USFL is going to be Aaron Rodgers? Why not throw that one in there too? Because it ain't gonna happen. But what the hell? It's just it's it's ridiculous. Again, they just you know they want to hear themselves, and it's again if there's a story there and there is a legitimate shot that this could happen, that's fine. But when the GM on numerous occasions said we're not trading him, and again, why would they trade him? Why? Because you're not going to get equal value. Now, if some team, like the Broncos, if they're really going to package something like a Drew Locke and you know first-round picks for the next three years and maybe a punt returner like David Putney. See, I'm throwing that in there. You probably don't know where I'm going. At. Yeah, Draft Day movie, Kevin Concert. Kevin Costner. It was just on. Yeah. Uh, it was just on. Of course, there is. Last weekend, there, there, yeah. So, yeah. There is no such person as David Putney. But anyway. You well, know, there might it, be. He's it, just not an actual NFL football player. Exactly. And Kevin Costner is not an actual you know, general manager. So anyway, if there was a slight possibility that this could happen, I understand that type of journalism approach. But there isn't. There's no way in the world. And when the GM is saying it's not happening, and again, the drama that I want to see, you love the total chaos. I love, I love, I'm getting to love this chaos now too, because I want to see, you know, what happens here as we approach training camp. Is Aaron Rodgers going to show up? Because he has to show up. If he wants to get paid anything, he has to show up. If not, he's going to not only not get paid, but he's going to lose tons of money, 50 K a day, at least. Okay. To start with. So of course he is going to show up. Of course, he's going to be wearing the green and gold like you don't like to call it the gold. It's not gold. <laughs> so what you're wearing today is not gold. That's that's your that's your that's your that's Greg Lamont. Green. That's that, not even close exactly. to green and gold. Yeah. I never said it was green and gold. I, I know I'm joking. All Just right? like the stupid Packers yeah. don't know what yeah. green and gold is, but then their damn quarterbacks don't know how to spell their own names. They don't know anything right up there. <laughs> Yet people still love them. They love them because hey, they make good cheese. They shouldn't be Relaxed. loved. Jeez, that's a Chicago. That's a Chicago hater Jeez. over there. Anyway, so yes, now I'm intrigued because not where is he going to go? Because he's not going anywhere. But how is this drama going to unfold? And now it is going to become a circus in that locker room during training camp when everyone flocks to Green Bay. All the Packer fans flock to Green Bay because they're going to be allowed to go back to practices and watch all this stuff like they traditionally do each and every year, except they couldn't do it last year. So, yeah, 
Aaron Rodgers holds none of the card. The Packers control everything here. The NFL should make them be the team that we see all the behind-the-scenes curtain stuff this year. Yeah, you, you can't make a team. You know, the Packers have always, when Ted Thompson was in charge of that, he turned down HBO because I, because he goes, I don't want that circus I don't care, here. make them. Yeah, you, you make them. You're the NFL. You're doing it. There's there's nothing that makes anybody anymore, as you know. Unions and players' unions and all that stuff. Yeah, not happening, man. But that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, you want to see behind the scenes with Jordan Love? Is that what you want to see? No, I want to Jeez. see some breaking fake news. Yeah. Donald Trump goes back to the USFL and <laughs> signs Aaron Rodgers to the new New York Generals team. Uh, or was it the New Jersey Generals? New Jersey Generals. Yeah, New Jersey Generals. Yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Not to be confused with the Washington Generals. Remember that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. They, they were globetrotters, but not very successful at it. Okay. <laughs> Lakers last game tonight? I kind of hope so. Yeah, me too. But I kind of think they win. If they win tonight, then I think they're going to win the series. We're going off on a limb there. Yep. And again, you have no idea. I mean, look what the Clippers. Well, no, I don't. I Clippers just had... didn't show up last night. They sure showed up two nights ago against Dallas. Go figure, man. It's why you play the game. But <laughs> Clint Capella was right, though. You know, him and the Hawks, they sent the New York Knicks on vacation last night. And that was an atrocious game. He's talking to the big seven-footer. He's calling me during this game. He goes, are you watching this? And I go, I actually was going back and forth. He goes, this is horrible. I go, yeah, I can't watch it anymore. It was just a horrendous basketball game. Just the horrible high pick and rolls, the turnovers, the jump shooting, the threes, awful basketball. It was everything that the Portland series isn't. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> 287 points. We're going to see that again tonight? We'll see. I'm guessing not. Give me 287 and I will bet the under. I will go to the book right now. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> All right. Go get your free uh, your free prize, by the way. Go, you know. A free prize? Yeah. When you go to your local establishment, you go get your free gift. Your free gift at the casino. You always get a free gift every week, don't you? It's on Friday. Okay. Coming up. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. All right. We'll be at Sunset Station tomorrow. I want to thank Tracy Murray. Which will have the free gifts at if you're a card-carrying and, member. And Nick Bogdanovich for joining <laughs> us. If you miss any part of the show. Go to the website, tcmartinshow.com. We'll catch you tomorrow at 2.